1: dnvr Broncos live presented by DraftKings Sportsbook coming to you from the dnvr bar and guys uh a tough day and a tough you know two days really here in in the football world obviously first and foremost our thoughts are with uh DeMar Hamlin his family his friends the Buffalo Bills organization and everyone involved uh just an awful awful moment and scary scary thing to happen yesterday in the game
2: yeah really really glad that his mom Mm -hmm. was actually at the game to be by his side and like you said Ryan thought thoughts in our hearts uh, are with everyone with his family the Bills organization his Mm -hmm. teammates and what started off as one of the most anticipated games of Mm -hmm. the season last night uh, turned into something where the entire country and the world parts of the world were even just rallying around DeMar and his family with what was just such a scary situation and and still is and mm-hmm. and we found out that he was in the ICU all night is still there is still in in, in c- critical condition and um, the uh, w- one of the things that came out of this is we got to find out how good of a human Damar is and just how impactful. He's been in the community, putting himself out there in the community with only, what, this is his second year in the NFL mm-hmm. and having an impact and seeing his toy drive just explode overnight. It's it's almost five million now that's dollars. Awesome. It, it is so cool and just, you know, he goes over and, and gives a hug and a kiss to his mom and grandma before every game and his teammates just rave about him. So um, it, that, that's been a cool thing to see the kind of the world and not just the NFL, but the country rally around him and i mean we're all right there Mm -hmm. just sending our our thoughts and and our hearts are with him and his family now yeah
3: it's just crazy to see something like that like you forget just how dangerous that sport is like there's so many times like like you hear stories occasionally about people you know have have something similar happen they have a heart issue and they collapse whatever it may be but to actually see somebody take a hit to the chest like that and have that cause the things that it caused it does just put things in perspective and remind you that there are real people out there who like, it's a car crash on the field every single play. Yeah. And you know, it's a dangerous game. It's usually not uh, obviously the, the kind of danger that creates situations like that, but it, it, it does just put things in perspective. And, you know, as much as people hate how the game has changed and people say it's becoming soft, that's a reminder of why, because players are bigger and faster and stronger than they ever have been. And just a, a hit that comes at the wrong time in the wrong place can do something like that and just something good to keep in mind
1: when you watch absolutely i think it was ryan clark who said something along the lines of like people think it's just i don't know um like i'm like uh i don't know the word i'm looking for but just you're just talking when those guys say like i -hmm. I put my life on the line for this game or Mm -hmm. i would die for this game and like that is literally the stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, just a – it's crazy. And I think, Henry, you made a good point there, started to make a good point of just about – it's a good thing to keep in mind when you're watching this game or mm-hmm. you're talking about these people or talking mm-hmm. about, these you know, the the way that the games unfold and all that. Um, and you just hope and pray that this ends as good as it possibly can uh, for DeMar.
2: Yeah, and and shout-out to – um, the medical staff that was on there mm-hmm. to do something that I, I don't know if it's ever been done in a game, having to resuscitate someone on the field. They were on top of it, and then the, the players doing a really good job protecting their teammate, and uh, ESPN on the broadcast. I mean, a, a situation that no one's ever seen before. I thought they did uh, a fantastic job, and in these low moments, not just something like this but other things, you really see who people are, and you see a country – uh, rally around people and, and it was it was really cool uh, to see that and the most recent information we have like I said about about Demar himself but the, the NFL is mm-hmm. not going to play this game this week they haven't decided exactly how they're going to move forward the games this coming week are going to stay scheduled as they're planned right now so um, it, it's just really fascinating how they're going to to approach this
1: yeah it mm-hmm. there'll be a time to discuss the yeah. football implications of this um because the, they're vast but mm-hmm. just not not today um so yeah uh all, never never a easy transition out no. of things like this yeah. um but we'll uh we'll talk a little broncos here get it started once again just thinking of demar hamlin and uh and everyone close to him all right the headline of today's show uh do jerry rosberg and Ijiro Evero have a legit shot at this job? And I'm going to let you guys start, but I'm going to tease my answer first. Let's hear it. Yes, but.
3: Mm, oh, boy. <laughs> well, and I
2: think that's kind of probably where all of us are, too. Kay. And uh, here's the thing, though. Here's the yes part of that, Ryan. When yesterday on the show, we obviously have talked a lot about Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh. I, I asked you guys, what's what's the percent chance that they land one of these two guys I said above 50 Mm percent Henry said 66 percent Ryan what did you say
3: (laughs) minus 150 is what you said minus uh, 150 which we
2: thought is right around 66 percent and so we all think that there's a reason we've been talking about those two guys a lot right is because we we think that they're the the heavy favorites one of those two well even in the most Uh, optimistic scenario of the the Broncos landing Mm -hmm. one of those guys with with Henry's 66%. There's still 34% chance that the Broncos don't get one of those Mm -hmm. guys on the optimistic side. So we still do have to talk about other candidates and we will talk about other candidates. I know some people have asked me who are other candidates and we're going to get into those over the next week or two. But remember, the Broncos don't actually have any interviews set up, so we don't know exactly who they're looking into. And we're still going to get to those people, but there's still a 34% chance that it's going to be someone else. And when I think of this, we've talked about how when, when you look at this coaching search, there's a tier one, right? Mm-hmm. It's Sean Payton. It's, uh, it's Jim Harbaugh then there's probably a tier two and a tier three. I think in order to be a legitimate candidate, you kind of have to be in that tier two. And I think both of these candidates are sneaking into that tier two right now.
1: Henry.
3: I don't think so. I I don't think there's a chance for either at this point. Mm. If Jerry Rosberg would have pulled off that win, then yes, we then, then I would say he's maybe tier three right now. I don't think he's in any of those tiers. I just don't like, I don't, I really want to see him succeed. He's such a nice guy. You know, I was talking to you yesterday after we heard him talk again. It was like Monday press conference. For about 10 minutes after I hear Jerry Rosberg talk, I'm like, huh, maybe maybe they really should hire this guy. Maybe they should make him the head coach. Make some good points. And then for like a half hour after that, I think maybe I just really wanted the guy to get that because I would be very happy for him. And I want I want it for him more than for me. And then after that, I'm thinking... No, it's just it just isn't realistic. It just isn't realistic. And for Evero
2: But oh, wait, I, really quick. Why okay, yeah. why is it not realistic?
3: I mean, he doesn't have any head coach experience. He's okay. 67. He's he's half retired anyway. Um and Not anymore. True. I mean, they they brought him back, but at this point, I mean, what? Uh, I don't know what the number is. Mike Shanahan if he coached this year, so he's 70 now. I think he would be the fourth oldest coach to ever coach just to put things in perspective. And Vic Fangio was older. He was around that same age. But but to me, he just doesn't. Well, I mean, he'd, there's, be there's the, no, he'd be
2: the third or fourth oldest head coach that's coaching right now. It's yes. not like this will be unprecedented territory. Yep.
3: True. But again, like, it's a first-time head coach. I just don't see many things that he brings to the table. Like, he holds guys accountable. That's a good thing. That is very common among head coaches. It's just that the Broncos <laughs> didn't have that. Comes you from know.
1: the Harbaugh tree. yeah. Uh, that's, that's worth something. Special teams coach, like sure. So, so is Harbaugh. So is I, Belichick.
2: I mean, uh, I think I think yeah. there's one obvious thing if we hmm. just want to focus on well, Jerry right now. Really yeah, quick,
1: sure. I just want to say this. Yes, but only if the those other two guys say no. Of course. Uh, oh, okay. of course. And so if they get no, no, then we're clean slate, brand new search. Uh, and in that case,
2: and that's where you look at the tier two.
1: Yes, and in that case, I. I believe in the opportunity for Jerry Rosberg to win on a gut feeling. Meaning Greg Penner, Rob Walton, someone in that building says, I just have a feeling about this guy. And that's powerful when uh uh yeah. you know, this the seventy billion dollar owner has a good feeling about you can save some cash
2: too, Absolutely. But By doing that. And obviously I don't think that's uh, what they're going to be thinking of, but I think there's more than just a gut feeling for Rosberg. And I think <laughs> everyone has had a good feeling. Kind of like you said, Henry everyone's had a good yep. feeling about him being the interim head coach for a week. That doesn't get you a head coaching job, of course. But, I mean, a good feeling. They were competitive. There was nothing Mm -hmm. embarrassing about that game against the Chiefs. (laughs) What Uh, a low bar. uh, Yeah, Yeah. but, I mean, it was actually a fun game. I can't believe how many people were emotionally invested in the game because it was competitive. He got the guys to rally. But he does not have that experience. And, and Henry, that's why he's maybe bottom of tier two for me is because I think Mm -hmm. experience isn't needed but I think it's a big thing that they're looking for here. And from things yep. I've heard, that's kind of exactly what we're going to be seeing in these coaching candidates. Um, and, but he's got the most experience of anyone that hasn't been a head coach. And you, you can't deny that because mm-hmm. he's been a coach of football for 40 years. He's been in the NFL for over two decades. Uh, he was an assistant head coach and special teams coordinator with John Harbaugh. I mean, what great company to have, not just on the mm-hmm. special team side, but to be the associate head coach for a decade with him. That's as good of an experience as you can have without actually being the head coach. So he doesn't have that, but I mean, he is so close to being there with that.
3: See, I just, I still look at it and say top tier is those two. Next tier is Jim Caldwell, Frank Reich, uh. Dan Quinn. Next tier is like the Shane Steichen. Um, whoever else, I'm not really sure who else I've, I've been there. And then, and then after that is where Jerry fits in, you know, I, my opinion, the whole time has been, if you, if you go two and zero, you can get yourself an interview. He's, he already lost a game. He already lost a game. And again, like I, I am very much pulling for Jerry. He seems like a great person, all that. But he also said yesterday, like, yeah, you know, shout out the assistants. I, I kept flipping my radio to the wrong channel and talking to the wrong people. Like, it's yeah, not... Yeah, but that's, that's self-deprecating. like... Self-deprecating. But, but again, it's what happens when you hire a 67-year-old head coach. No, like you, I mean...
2: That, 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 <laughs> that's, it, it is. That's literally talking about flipping the wrong switch on your radio thing. Sean McVay but potentially did that his first game despite Maybe. being a 30-year-old. I mean, I that, that's just a small little thing that had zero impact on the game. Yeah. There's
3: just not much appeal to me. There, there's and, just and, no the, appeal. And that's fair. That, yep. that,
2: that, that's totally just, fair. Yeah. Um, but there, there were a couple of clips from yesterday talking about, with Jerry talking about his vision of this team. And over this past week, uh, one of the things mm-hmm. he's talked about a lot is he's planting seeds. On this team, And if he's not able to, to be here to see them grow, he's still certain that they're going to grow. And so he was asked yesterday, uh, what does it look like when it blooms? What What is this team looking like when you have your vision on it? And let's hear his answer.
0: Well, what they look like is you have a football team that's healthy. You have a football team that's uh, cohesive, playing with one another. You have a football team that plays rough, tough, nasty football right up to the edge of the line. You have a football team that picks each other off up the, up the pile. You have a fully coordinated three-phase system where the, you play complementary football, where the offense and the defense are integrated, where the special teams assist both sides. You have a, an offensive system run by a coordinator that understands how to play winning football and a defensive coordinator that understands how he does that within the framework of the rest of the team. And you have a special teams that p- protects the kickers, that is efficient in the return game and does a great job of covering p- kicks. He put all those three things together, and uh, you end up playing winning football.
2: Isn't that kind of what we saw against the Chiefs, all three of those mm-hmm. things? And that's going to be his selling point uh, to, to the owners is it's going to be a fundamentally sound team. That's one of the reasons mm-hmm. Mantra Washington was not active is because he didn't know his fundamentals well enough. Another wild thing that uh, Jerry Rosberg said is, this past week we learned how to play special teams. Whoa. Yeah, he, I Whoa. mean, yeah. So, yeah.
1: also, Dwayne Stooks made a comment about Rosberg when he was first hired. Yep. That just tells me
2: those two never got along. And the comment that you're talking about is uh, because, of course, he's been a special teams coordinator for 20 years in the NFL. So, when he was brought in, Dwayne Stooks was asked, um, with Rosberg here, do you now, since you're, you know, uh, this is only your second year doing this, do you ever ask Jerry for advice on anything? And Dwayne Stukes said, nope i know what i'm doing and if i need to talk to anyone i talk to my mentor joe d camillus pick up the phone and call him that's a guy that's working for another team right now and so you could tell a guy who has
1: experience in your field
2: yeah down the hall yes from you yeah so not a surprise that he was fired right away
1: and i wouldn't be surprised if jerry rosberg came in and was like Your special teams are ass. What is going on here? (laughs) And like just instantly took a shot at 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 Stukes, Mm -hmm. which just got their relationship off on the wrong foot. Like he's like, What why am I coaching game management? I should be coaching special teams for you.
2: And Jerry so far has been a very nice guy. I mean, at the start of every press Mm -hmm. conference, he thanks us for, you know, being patient. He thanks the players. He thanks the organization. The one person he hasn't thanked, he thanked Butch Berry after firing him. He didn't thank Dwayne Stooks. And then he also said, when asked why he moved on from Dwayne Stooks, he said, well, our special teams was 32nd in a lot of categories. And last time I checked, there's 32 teams in the league.
1: (laughs) Sheesh. Yeah. I'd love to... Run into one of them at the combo. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. Uh,
2: and, and let's just hear one more thing uh, from Jerry Rosberg. He's talking about just how, because I. Think the seeds that he's talking about planting. He says, you know, hopefully I'm here to see them come to fruition. If I'm not, I still think they're going to. Uh, And then he's slowly making his case to be the head coach in the public. And he was asked about what it was like to be on the sideline for his first game as a head coach, and this is what he said yesterday.
0: The timeouts I took, or the timeout I took, the order in which I took them, I... After having evaluated, at the moment, it didn't really feel right. And what, it may be by the book. It may not be. People have different ways of looking at that book. Um, but I was provided with information. And I, as best that I could discern the the timeout I took uh, on the first, the second timeout, I, I think it would have been better utilized at the end of the next play, real frankly. and Because we are in so close proximity to the hash. And it just so so happened I, was, I hadn't every intention of doing it. But it ended up in such close proximity to the hash. And Cortland Sutton was just a beast yesterday. I just love the way that man plays. And he was right on the ball. The ball was right on the spot. And you probably saw what happened on the next play. The ball was, they were grabbing guys and holding guys up like most NFL defenses are wise to do. And uh, we didn't get on the ball as quickly as I'd liked, And it resulted in that play. So, I'm, yeah, and self-evaluation, if you want to critique the, Game management. I'm um, here. I am.
2: And so that that was him talking about uh, something that he didn't like at the end of the first half, the way he handled the game, taking full responsibility there, mm-hmm. uh, and just saying how he can grow. And then there was also another clip where he did talk about uh, just as a head coach, just how much uh, he felt comfortable and ready to do this. So again, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make the case that he should be in that tier one or Sean Payton nope. or Jim mm-hmm. Harbaugh, but I think when it comes to inexperienced guys. Uh, guys that don't have a head coaching job in the past, I think he's probably above the younger coordinators really? that that you're talking about because I don't think this this team wants to go down that route again where Neither it's completely I. inexperienced. And Not Jerry, I don't Rosberg, even think they
1: don't want to. I think they refuse to.
2: Do you think Jerry Rosberg has enough other experience where they would uh, they, they 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 would consider him though? Yes. Okay. Really. So, and that, that's kind of where I'm at.
3: Yeah. I don't. Like, again, they gave Ejiro Evero the opportunity mm-hmm. to take this job. Yep. Like, I just, he, he is not a head coach candidate to, to me. Like, if you were making a list of the 100 guys who, who are up next 100. to be coaches. Yeah, like, again, like, <laughs> I, mean, he would, I like uh, the guy, but he is not on that
1: list. This is a good point, and it's something that I think need, needs to be discussed, which is, like, the Carl Durrell thing, right? Mm-hmm. You have to ask yourself, is this person a candidate for any other job? No. The answer, obviously, in this case is no. Um and that was, you know, the big thing when CU hired Carl mm-hmm. Durrell is like, Yeah, he did well at UCLA or he did okay at UCLA mm-hmm. ten years ago, but did anyone else want him or did you call him because you know he has ties to CU in a no. house in Lafayette? Um that's kinda how I feel about this. And I also am just always fearful of the interim head coach wave. Mm -hmm. and what happens when it wears off yeah with all of that being said i think he's really ingratiating himself to the people who are in charge of this thing definitely just the way that he's carrying himself the way that he's handled himself the way that the team played of course if they won i think this conversation would be turned up to like nine Mm -hmm. um but if they get turned down by their top candidates i do think someone in that building is going to say like what about rosberg though he kind of has a thing about him." and the truth is Hiring head coaches is a crapshoot. It really mm-hmm. is. Of course, there are things you can point to and look at and say, okay, well, that should translate to success. But, you know, when the Broncos hired Josh McDaniels, that was like home run, mm-hmm. best possible hire, the best thing you could do. When the Buffs hired Dan Hawkins, that was the, the home run. They got the guy. as the best mm-hmm. thing. It's all a crapshoot. It's just like Jamarcus Russell. Like, mm-hmm. all of these things – the, the When when you get to that level, it's just a flip of a coin. And I think Rosberg is as good of a flip of a coin as most of these
2: are. How about, how about this, though? Let's say they don't get one of those top two guys, and then uh, that means that ownership's probably going to rely <clears throat> a little bit more on George Payton moving forward for this offseason. We to talk and, about that uh, report. Mm, yes, and then let's say that... Um, Jerry Rosberg, they kind of view him as a well. Let's just you know make our big splash next year and give Jerry one year as the head coach. And if it doesn't work out, you know that's o- that's okay. Go uh, just
1: full year interim. It, it, you don't even it, have to hire him, right? I mean, exactly. something
2: so we have talked about the com- completely yep. uh, blowing things up the guy on your staff right there uh, who you you give a shot to, um, but. I want to know what you guys I mean you talked about how Everett turned Mm -hmm. the the interim head coach down and I want to talk about that but first you can come see Jerry Rosberg's final game first of many home games (laughs) who knows this week and check out our friends over at game time in order to get tickets guys the tickets to the last home game I think we're 10 or 15 dollars right before kickoff do we think this comes close to that
1: that's crazy. I went to the yeah. Avs game last night, and it was a lot more than that. Oh, yes. a ton oh, more. I yeah, can not
2: av- yes. imagine. Stanley
4: Cup
1: champions. <laughs> I know, but just football is almost always yeah. more expensive than hockey. It's it so is true. crazy, though. Like
3: I have those Avs season tickets because you have to renew during January. So in January, when they mm-hmm. give you the prices and renew, they hadn't won the Stanley uh, Cup. <laughs> and so now every night, I can sell them for at least double what I pay. Wow! Oh, yeah, I the scalper. Over oh, here it's making incredible. Money off of it, all of us. No, I don't mean to make <laughs> money off of them, but you probably know, a couple early season games that banged up. Bought your ticket last night. I should
2: have just <laughs> it's asked true. You. Yeah, probably three seventy six.
1: Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um so so check out our friends over at game time get in um it's it's such a cool experience to go to a game especially if Mm -hmm. uh it's not easy to go typically so click on the link in our description you'll find it'll take you right to the broncos game this weekend you can see their flash sales going on and then also use that link to then find nuggets and abs tickets as well so check them out game time it's at the bottom of our youtube description and our podcast description. hopefully the last
1: time for a long time, that Broncos tickets are this cheap. It's very true. Believe it when I see it. <laughs> so will I, but believe I believe it. Hopefully
2: for a yeah, I'm right there with
3: you. Uh, and if you're going to the game, make sure you come by our tailgate. But also stop in that sports fan on your way. Our tailgates in their parking lot mm. off Federal, and uh, they have so much cool stuff. They have a whole bunch of different jerseys. They have really cool specials all the time. Um, they've got Bronco gear that you can't find anywhere else. And they also have gear for the other teams in town. Some some teams that aren't in town. It's stuff you can't find anywhere else. Again, they have that location on Federal right next to the stadium, two on 16th Street Mall, one at the Park Meadows Mall, and it's it's awesome stuff. They've got customized, exclusive hats, all that. So make sure you get in there. It is the best place to get your Colorado sports gear.
1: Last thing I want to – well, real quick, just head over to thednvr.com, check out all the coverage we have of the Broncos, mm-hmm. the coaching search, all teams in, in Denver. Um, some would say the best – website covering denver sports
2: yeah yeah and remember dnvr sports <laughs> yes yeah. yes that is yes no ease you don't need the ease <laughs> um, anyways we're the we're the black logo with the uh, denver flag oh it. yeah i yeah. don't think that's oh, uh, yeah no we can't identify I purely guess, by that anymore not, no. oh man
1: um anyways last thing i want to say on uh, shout out to the chat by the way for yes. uh, supporting us on that love you guys we can move on to ever last thing i'll say on rosberg i definitely want him back in the organization but without yes. it. I mean,
2: definitely the, the last thing that I want to do, and I've made this very clear is force coaches on to a coaching staff of a new coach, but you're going to be hard pressed to find a better special mm-hmm. teams coordinator out there than, than Rosberg. And maybe he doesn't want that job. Maybe he yeah. just wants to be some sort of a consultant, but, and I completely agree. If he's not your head coach, bring him back in whatever capacity he wants, because Man, if you can get him a special teams coordinator, your special teams are fixed. And the ability to say that mm-hmm. about the Broncos special teams when it's been such a disaster for so many years is just the biggest luxury to have. Give him two million dollars to do it. You know, you have the money to do it. There's no salary <laughs> cap on special <laughs> do teams coordinators.
3: You want. <laughs> that would be very expensive. But I totally <clears throat> agree. Make him special teams coordinator. If you're looking for special teams coordinators, be head coaches though why not just go get Rich Passaccia? Because he won a bunch of games and has a track. I'm just saying She'd there's a lot of options.
2: Rich than Jerry Rosberg. It's same yes. Guy, it's the same guy. Yeah, Except with more success
3: and younger and all that stuff. So, I, I mean, Rich Basaccia, again, like it's not anything against Jerry Rosberg. It just doesn't have the resume that these other guys
2: have. Did the chi- how, how did the Raiders do when they played the Chiefs with Rick Basaccia? I, 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 I have don't know. no idea. I would be, I think the Broncos Rich probably. Rich Pasaccia is 62.
3: There you go. Five years. But again, how did Jerry Rosberg do? Three points better than Nathaniel Hackett.
2: Um, No. Okay. The Bron- that game against yes. the Chiefs was way more competitive. It was a real the game. First one. There were okay. five different lead changes. You know how many yeah. different lead changes there were zero. in the first? Yeah, zero. That yeah. game was just... Patrick Mahomes blew, tried to blow the game for them. He did. It wasn't because the Broncos were like a well-coached run machine at that point. Yeah. I think a three-point... Again, you said it wasn't a moral victory. I said it was a moral victory. So that's where we disagree. It
1: was just it looked like a real football team playing a real football game against arguably the best team in the NFL.
2: Right. Exactly. I I completely agree.
1: Anyways, let's talk Ejiro Evero, Where is his candidacy live? Because I think it's actually significantly below that of Jerry Rosberg.
2: Whoa. I agree.
3: agree? I don't think either of them are candidates, I guess. Again, like you just can't look at this staff and say, like, yeah, we should promote from within. Like, that would just be insane to me. And so that's, that's why I think you, you have to look outside. Again, like, Giro Evero, one year as a coordinator, he's going to finish as a top-10 defense with a, a defense that finished better than that last year. It, I think he's a good coach. I think he has a bright future. I just don't think there's any reason he should be the Broncos' head coach.
2: And, uh, Henry, you said one thing that I just don't think – the Broncos ownership is going to be able to get over with him is he's been a one-year coordinator. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a lack of experience. That's it right there. Vance Joseph, what was he? A one-year coordinator before the Broncos hired him. Not much experience there. So I just, I don't think that they can do it. Now, they are very impressed with him, Mm -hmm. but I just think it's going to be way too much uh, inexperience for him to overcome. And also... uh, the defense in the Rams game, I mean, they gave up just as much as the offense did. That that, <laughs> they, that they weren't playing for him in that game.
1: Doubt it was worse. I mean, it was and one of the mean, worst defensive games by yes. any team
2: in the NFL this season. And if we want to talk about how the offense has improved over the past few weeks, the defense has also regressed. The, this defense isn't going to finish as uh, a top three defense where you say, you cannot let that that defensive mind go it's going to end up being the 10th best defense, which is good. But he also had a lot of pieces on it. So I, I just think that they would love to keep him on his defensive coordinator. I don't think they're going to force him on any coaching no. staff, though. And uh, it's just I, I don't think he's going, to, he's going to get an interview. But I think there's one really interesting dynamic. Oh, oh you, 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 can, you can finish. No, no, no. You go, you go. All
1: right. I want to give you guys a metaphor. Okay. So you hop on Craigslist. Okay. You're looking for a new uh-huh. whip. Throwback. and there is a person selling a nice car okay you're like I, I think this is the one it's at a, it's at a good price and you're like mm-hmm. all right i think i'm gonna go for this you hit the like reply to uh whatever you send them an email You're like hey i'm really interested in this car you're in my area i would love to uh swing by and test drive it okay and they just say no you can't test drive it you just have to buy it mm. are you buying the car
2: uh probably not no, no. yep
1: exactly yeah uh told the broncos no test drive yep and i understand why he did that Mm -hmm. but the broncos aren't gonna buy the car now they can't in fact (sighs) this whole situation is so awkward because of him like essentially taking a stand for his friend which is commendable and i respect him for it and he's going to get another defensive coordinator job immediately Um, and he might get a head coaching job after that. The situation with the Broncos is just a little awkward. It doesn't really make sense. Um, And I hate to say it, but I don't even think the interview is that legitimate because of all the the things that I just stated, not because of anything else, just because I think – I don't know. I I think that it's all a weird and awkward relationship, kind of like Dwayne Stukes and Jerry Rosberg.
2: It's very true, and (laughs) that was the wrinkle I had for you is how – off-putting or confusing is it to the Broncos that he turned them down and it almost at at a a point it seemed like the Broncos want Everett more than he wants them Mm -hmm. now I think when it comes to a true head coach position that'll flip um and I think as the season's gone on his hot his head coach candidacy has really calmed down and I just looked at it right now the Broncos in terms of scoring uh are the 10th best defense in the NFL that's certainly not what it was just a couple of weeks ago, and they are close enough with four other teams where if it, things fall the wrong way for the Broncos, they could end up as the 14th best scoring defense in the NFL. Yikes. I mean, yeah, how crazy is that? We're mm-hmm. yep. talking about how this defense was like, uh, is the offense totally killing this defense in terms of ruining a Super Bowl defense to now just slightly above average? Also,
1: I never know how to quantify this stuff. But there were several games that the defense had a chance to win and did not. Right Now, they would have had no business being in the game at all if it weren't for the defense. Mm -hmm. But there were, I don't know, four, maybe five games that the defense could have won with one more stop, which they had probably already gotten 15 in the game. But one more would have done it. It takes a little bit of the shine off.
3: It does. And again... Great
1: defenses win you games. Look at 2015. And
3: they've had... There have been a couple of times where they gave the offense a chance and the offense blew it. Yep. And then they couldn't give the offense another chance. But there's also, I mean, like the 49ers game, the defense was what won that at the end. Like in, in their wins, I feel like the defense has made those plays. In the losses, they haven't enough. But even a couple of times they did. But, yeah, I mean, it's not. The defense got worse this year. I don't think that's a hot take.
1: No, no. I don't think so either. Um, and the defense got Significantly worse, which this is not his fault, but significantly worse after they traded Bradley Chubb. Yeah. Who could have seen that coming? But like, (laughs) even he saw it. In in Vic Fangio's defense, when he lost Von Miller, when he lost Bradley Chubb for extended periods, there weren't these massive drop offs. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. necessarily a massive drop off, but it was very noticeable.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, as Jose says, the Broncos had zero sacks on Sunday. Their sack total since they lost Bradley Chubb has been wild. And I think that's something that we're going to talk about Draymond Jones in the future. Uh, His sack total completely fell out. Did he have one sack after Bradley was traded? Maybe maybe not even. I mean, it it was crazy. So maybe Bradley, pretty valuable, I guess. Kind of
3: crazy that if they don't re-sign Draymond, we could be talking about this as like a bottom five pass rush in the league after where they've been for the last decade.
2: And what we're seeing this year, yeah.
1: Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I mean, it's tough with like, Gregory and Browning mm-hmm. and yeah. those sort of things. Again, like,
3: Baron Browning hasn't been that good. Like, he's had flashes. First but again, like, what is so he sitting at? He like, just four and a half sacks on the season?
2: Yeah. it's not that, I I is think not it's that good. good. Yeah. It's not a one lot. of them was a two-sack game yeah. his first start, I think. Yeah. Is that the Indy game? Is that the, I think Colts. Yep, yeah. exactly.
1: So, that game Four sacks. I usually don't harp on games for that long. That game still is a thorn <laughs> in my side. That game still pisses me off.
2: Oh my gosh. I, I mean, just speaking of indie, how about uh, Thibodeau's sack? Um, oh, bro. Wow. Okay, so at first
1: I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt of like, well, it all happened so fast. But he then you realize. But Nick Foles is like writhing in pain. He's I like, assume he was making noises. Isn't
2: he like touching him too as he's doing the. Close,
1: damn close, but like. You can if you see the video, like he's like rolling and like. Yeah. Ins- I assume yeah. he's like saying "ow." Yeah. Right. Or right. a version of that. Screaming. And then he goes to the sideline and does the, the like go to sleep thing, and I'm like, all right, this is just like Dude. a little too. Like I am <laughs> sure. so in favor of celebrations, just not uh, when a guy's hurt right no, next to you. No. But I, I don't know if he knew at first, and so then you gave I gave a little break. I gave him a little break, a but it went break. for like ten
2: seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh my it's goodness! A little bit too much. Oh my goodness! Brian Dayball has been an excellent coach this year, but maybe rein uh, him in. Yeah, Dayball man, coach of the year. Um, I mean Sirianni's got to be there. Yeah. Kyle yeah. Shanahan's got to be there because yep. of really this five game stretch of uh, Brock Purdy. It's got to be Dayball. Man, Daniel Jones. Yeah. Daniel Jones. Yeah. How many, exactly. how many wins? They have nine wins now.
1: Yeah, I think they're nine. Nine. I think I go
3: Kyle Shanahan.
2: I can't. I can't do Shanahan. Shanahan. Really?
3: That many Shanahan deserves a
1: great look, and Sirianni deserves one too. I think Sirianni. I think the shine really? falls off though at the end here if they kind of back their way in, which is not his fault. It's an injury to your starting quarterback, but
2: back their way into the number one seed though.
1: Well, it depends. It's not.
2: They can lose it this weekend. Yes. The Cowboys or
1: yes, really. Yes, they. So, if for the last two weeks, it's been a, an Eagles win or a Cowboys loss mm-hmm. seals it up, and both weeks. Uh, well, mm, one week was against the Cowboys, right. so Eagles loss, and then this week.
2: I know, like you said, backup quarterback, but three weeks to close it out. Yeah. Oh, man, that's tough.
1: Reminds me of like a, the Jay Cutler yep. season. 100%. Yep.
2: This
1: is like, just got to win. any yep. <laughs> Anytime now, just win one of these. We're, we got a month to do <laughs> it. Yep. Oh, okay, guys. Anytime.
2: <laughs> or I think it was
1: the last two weeks of the Tebow season were the same way as well. Yep. yep. And they exactly. still didn't, but they yep. got enough help to get yep. in.
2: Because someone else ended up losing. Yep. Man, Dave Hall for the I don't need this Coach anxiety. I don't need to hear I'm about the Eagles <laughs> right now. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> this is a Bronco I, to show. Be, to, to give, I, I did ask Ryan about it. I, I needed to... Yeah, to, Nathaniel to, Hackett. Uh,
1: Probably out of the race for Coach of the Year. Yeah. yeah. Props, yeah.
2: props. Maybe Comeback Coach of the Year <laughs> <laughs> next year.
1: They should have Comeback Coach of the Year. Um, Sirianni would be locked for that. Yes.
2: I saw somewhere out there that Russell Wilson is the uh, opening favorite to be the Comeback Player of the Year.
1: Not a thing that you want to be. Makes sense. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> also, I when did Comeback Player of the Year switch from like just an injured guy to like, ah, you kind of sucked last year and you don't suck this year. You came year. back.
2: See, I thought you had to be. You, yeah, have to you had to come back from be,
1: some sort of thing. I thought you oh, had to thought, be out. Oh, I, see, I thought so too. Yeah, come back from sucking.
2: Yeah, I mean, That's I mean, apparently what it is. Like it's a big old bounce back. <laughs> he's
1: got the most room for improvement of anyone in the league, probably. At <laughs> least mile. he's at
2: the top of that <laughs> <laughs> list, as opposed to the bottom of that list.
1: Oh, like he was he's so bad. But odds. we also don't <laughs> think <laughs> he's
2: good. Instead of a hundred to one odds, you're bad this year, and we think you're going to be bad next year too. We just
1: think you're absolutely washed. Damn! Oh man! All right, good spin.
2: Yeah, 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 spin. yeah. What did we spin?
1: High potential for oh, a comeback. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> that could have
2: been a show headline. Damn.
1: Yeah. Why Russell Wilson being the leading candidate for comeback <laughs> of the year is actually a good thing. Who
3: else would be on that list? Like Trey Lance? um sure.
2: Yeah, Trey would for sure. He I, he'd probably slow. be pretty high up there too. You think right? so? I don't think he's I gonna don't think get he's a chance good. to start.
1: It's Brock Purdy's exactly. team now.
3: It might. No way. Be. I mean, he's five and zero. Oh. This wow. is like Jimmy Garoppolo all over again. <laughs> it is he, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, he really did.
2: Oh my gosh! At what time though? Did, <sighs> when who, does that do, change? Do they
1: trade though? Trey Lance? Like, what's his value?
2: It can't be good. That's the thing. You're buying low. It and that would be a great thing for some team. Broncos though. trade a
1: fourth <laughs> for Trey Lance.
3: It's got to be a third. I feel like it's a third. I'm sure, in. I'm yeah. in
2: a hundred percent. Are you kidding me? And this that that's. It's the, maybe the most ideal situation for the broncos this year
1: and for trey lance i would say yeah because what he he has one i mean i guess staying in san francisco yeah. being the starting quarterback for kyle shanahan is the best situation <laughs> yeah but as brock pretty showing yeah but i don't think he's gonna get that opportunity yeah. Brock Purdy might win the super bowl i know that sounds crazy but you know what will hurt He lost two years on that
3: contract i thought it was one so yeah that third round might be worth it for the broncos
2: oh i do it in a heartbeat with two um, years left,
3: yeah.
1: Do You, you don't get the fifth-year option if you trade, I think you right? do. You do? Yeah, you do. But,
3: again, you're paying a backup a lot of money. If, you if he's that. your backup. It's like 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Like you can't really get rid of Russ. Like, I don't think you could give him well, his $20 would, million and move Russ. $24
1: million, Whatever. Not,
2: p- not this year, though. He's not getting 24 No, the fifth-year You get year the option. cheap yeah, for yeah, two years,
1: year and be, then yeah. it would be the year. So I guess there's uh, two years t- But between. then you're stuck in the Brock situation where you have to make a decision before you've really seen him play. I'm still doing it. For Two years guy, I'm doing it, yeah. For a
2: guy that a team traded three first round picks to get, you're now trading yeah. the third. I
1: still want I think to, the price
2: tag would have to be higher.
1: I'm excited for the book or something that comes out about what really happened there. Did yeah. they tr- always trade? Because I always felt like if they traded it that much for they knew exactly who they were getting. Yep. The Mac Jones stuff is bullshit. The more it's like played out, I'm like. Did they just say we we know we want a quarterback yep. and let's just to make this trade because it's on the table Probably. and then they made their evaluations because that is catastrophic. Is it though? Unless yes. they, if, like they, if yes. they don't you win don't the Super Bowl this year, then yes or next year. I mean, but but
3: if what if you don't know which one of those guys you like better at that then point though, don't you just don't make the trade. Make the trade, but you but you still think you're good. you got to draft a quarterback, right? Like if you, you, don't you don't you move up if you can. You only do you that if you love. Don't one draft
1: of them. guys unless you are obsessed with them.
3: I just, I guess I disagree. You need a quarterback. There's a clear group of quarterbacks going at the
2: top. You can ensure you get your top pick. Hank's Hanks, living life in the bachelor world right now, where, where you get, you're like, okay, I can whittle these down as we go. There's going to be two final people, but that's not how real life works. You know, real life, you got to choose one. Uh. You got to fall in love before actually getting to that point. But
3: then you don't have the opportunity later. If they, if they trade that pick to somebody else.
2: Yeah. Then to me, it's just like let's just roll with Jimmy again. If we didn't love anyone that much to dra- to trade right then. There's
1: uh, how many quarterbacks went before him? Two. Was um, it quarterback, it was quarterback, two. quarterback?
2: Yep, yep, yep. So no, it's quarterback, quarterback, Kyle Pitts, him.
1: Oh, okay. So they yeah. traded for the fourth pick. Oh, I, it I think the, so, right? It's the third.
2: No, it's number three. Yeah. Oh, it was number three. Yeah. So it was quarterback, quarterback. Yep. Yeah. Quarterback. Okay. Okay. You're right.
1: So Henry, let me ask you this. Um, there's three very pretty girls and you have a ring, (laughs) and you can either just say, like, I'm going to just keep playing the field and see what's up, or you get to give one the ring, but you don't get to choose. You just get the one one that the other two Uh. didn't want. Mm. Are you you taking the chance? That's not it, though. (laughs) You're staying there with three very pretty girls, and then somebody (laughs) says,
3: Mr. Ring Salesman walks by, and is like, hey, you want to buy a ring? And you're like, yeah, I want to buy a ring. Look at the situation. Okay. Of course I want a ring right now. I'll figure out which one after. Give me the ring and I'll figure it out. And he's
1: like, Do you even know her? You're like, no, never which talked one? to her in my which life. She's
3: pretty. <laughs> exactly. And so you say, would you like to buy a ring? Sure, I'll buy a ring. Oh, guess what? Oh, I decided none of them worth a ring. I'll put the ring on Kyle freaking Pitts. Yeah. Put him next to George Kittle. Oh, That's
2: a, if they
1: would have done that. that been oh so, oh then my, you trade the pick that away have been do it after. <laughs> uh yeah, it's a, it's going it's a no for me. You had to. Yeah be in love. It's the only defense I really have of the Broncos not drafting Justin Fields is I understand it. If you didn't feel like mm-hmm. this is our guy, this is the answer. Don't make the move because if you're unsure about it, then you're not going to be, you're not going to treat the situation properly.
3: Oh, right. Plus exactly. you know, running backs aren't worth first round picks.
1: Are you talking about Trey Lance? <laughs> no, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, <laughs> I thought you were. there too. <laughs> I, thought you were. Wow. No. I thought you were. I mean, Justin no. Fields Justin is, Fields a quarterback who also happens to be one of the best running backs in the league. Did you see they the le- legitimate <laughs> run play they play that did running back. with wait, they handed the ball so off to
2: So Keaton, he was he was in shotgun. He, it was a it was an empty set. So he was the only guy there. They motioned the tight end over. He goes under center, snaps the ball, tosses it to Justin Fields uh on a toss <laughs> and it would it go for it went for uh, 20 yards, Oh, yeah. 30 40 yards. He's an I mean, incredible running back. <clears throat> yeah, Damn. he
1: might be a
3: good quarterback too. Incredible running back.
1: Uh there was a team who ran <laughs> RRPPO Oh no way! Yes, uh, who was it? North <laughs> Texas, maybe. Okay. Um, they brought in their backup quarterback, motioned him into the backfield, snapped it to the quarterback, handed it off to him. He ran and then threw it for a touchdown. My
2: goodness! My good, they're learning. I know. I've been, <laughs> wow. I was on
1: this vibe. <laughs> Yep. Five years ago. Yep,
2: yep. Do you want to explain really quick to the new uh, listeners what the RRPPO is? Yeah, it's the run, run, pass, pass option. <laughs> yep. um,
1: you have two guys who can run, two guys who can pass, yep. put them in the backfield. No one knows which way the play is going. No so one knows true. where it's going. So it's just
2: more options. Okay, then It's the best I, offense ever thought Another of. reason to trade a third for Trey Lance. You'll yes. have the RRPPO option. You think I'm joking, but now we've seen it work in yep. a real game. Yep. And it, th- these things always start in college, and then wait, yeah. make their way up.
1: Probably in high school. Yeah, it's true. We just don't yeah. see it.
2: Yeah, or on podcasts. Or on or a podcast. On I was <laughs> I was first to
1: that. I will say it forever. You were,
2: you were, and we've been we've been talking about a lot of odds here. If you want to go get the best odds, check out our friends over <laughs> at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up to get hundred and fifty dollars in free bets by placing a five dollar money line bet on any NFL team to win this weekend, or you can place it on any bowl game. There's one left. One more bowl game left, I believe, so you can get in on that as well. So use that code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. I mean, we got two games on Saturday. We got, what, a full slate on Sunday, and then playoff starts with Saturday, Sunday, and Monday football. It's going to be a blast over at DraftKings. So check them out, see our show notes for details, and use that promo code DNVR. Damn, I just realized if you get a lefty and a righty in the
1: RVO, then you can have them (laughs) rolling to their strong side every play. It's really true. Whichever one you want.
3: Wow. Dang. It just keeps getting better. Wow, Wow. Uh, Also, sexy pizza. Mm. Um, You know, you brought those playoff football games, which I'm really excited about because the last few years, there have been CU basketball games that I've had to go cover, and I've missed a lot of the playoff football, which has been really disappointing. But now, I get to watch all of them, and I will be eating a bunch of sexy pizza while I watch all of these playoff football games. Maybe even this weekend, too. Nice pizza for that Saturday night game with the Jags and Titans. Yep. That'd be a fun. Oh, but then we get the free pizza if the Jags <laughs> win true. too, so it could kind of be double pizza. Yep.
2: Oh, I wow. like that. Like where your head's at. Wow. Double pizza.
3: Yeah. So, sexy pizza. They have so many different options. All of the normal things you expect from pizza, but also like green chilies and and that. Um, they have the philanthropies, which are pizzas that are designed by different nonprofits that are around this area, and uh, they get a portion of the proceeds when you buy those pizzas. Um. Sexy Pizza, they've been a part of the local community here for a while. They have four locations in Denver, one in Trinidad, Colorado, and uh, they have uh, a code for DMVR listeners. If you use the code SEXY dnvr 15 the capital S, and then all of DMVR is capitalized, dnvr 15 um, you can get 15% off at
1: www.sexy.pizza now through January 8th. All right. Shall we get to the questions? Let's do it. All right. Uh, start with some super chats here. First one from Bacon and Cash says, <laughs> like when will that. Rob J be back? Wow. Uh, probably not on this show, but he will be back on the bus show <laughs> as soon wow. as possible. Uh, we have a line out to him to get him back on. Everyone loved it, so
2: we'll have him back on. Man, I would love some Bacon and Cash right now. Oh, yeah. I would wow, love some Rob J. That's a good combo. J, <laughs> it's true. Ca- I prefer good. the Bacon and Cash, from <laughs> be honest you. With you yeah. only get one. Which one are you taking right now?
3: Wait, Bacon and Cash? Yeah. Bacon I'm or Cash. I'm taking Bacon. Wait.
2: Or cash or Rob J. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow. Give me the bacon. I feel mm-hmm. like if somebody's offering you those, they're gonna be like, oh nice. Here's one dollar. Red that's Another thing.
2: Cash could be it could be one dollar. Yeah. Or it could be a fat stack from Rob Walton.
3: What if it's really good bacon too. Some bacon. Candied bacon. Like oh if, man. if it's exactly, exactly.
1: <sighs> I hate to do this, but bacon low key overrated. Oh that my means you goodness. undercook it.
2: Oh. No. That's oh yeah, I just you gotta have the fat pieces that are moist. It's too mm, filling. Moist. Bacon too is too filling? Yeah. I feel like I could I've never been filled up on bacon. Have
3: you been eating uh, Canadian bacon? <laughs> ham?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> then I agree with you. It is underwhelming. Though. Yeah. It's just like I have like
1: one like one strip of bacon and I'm like, ah, that's a lot of that's enough bacon. Th- we gotta <laughs> I don't know. You might need to try some different bacon. I think I've had bacon every way you can
3: have
2: it. But how many not, ways are there to have bacon? Th- I don't
3: know. There's more if he
1: feels full after when he eats it. It's like so salty and greasy.
2: Okay, wow. so Have that you ever is the appeal. Bacon. Yes, that's the best.
1: It's called, is, I forget what, which restaurant, but there's a place in Denver that calls it like crack bacon. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I've heard of that. It's good. It it's is good. Huh. Just, oh. just bite size. Just okay,
2: okay. Wow. We'll let you. Uh, okay. We'll let you die on that bad hill. Yeah, it's good food yeah, though. Yeah. I I knew what I was doing.
1: When I
4: said <laughs> it. Yeah. But... Huh.
2: I stand by it. In the super chat, let Ryan know how wrong he is. Or if you agree (laughs) with him,
1: let him know. Uh, Evan says, Happy New Year's, fellas. Somber day, but glad to have you guys around as always. Looking forward to some great 2023 pods. Happy New Year, Evan.
2: Yeah, Happy New Year. Uh, We say this every year. We think it's going to be a better year for the Broncos this year. it's gotta be (laughs) we say that too (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah Yeah. i mean the the room to go lower is just getting less and less we need to make
3: some broncos resolutions Mm. that'd be a good podcast don't suck
2: (laughs) okay well there we go (laughs) he's
4: ruined the podcast (laughs) never mind bad idea
2: we just got two podcasts done in one right now wow all right
1: what's next Uh, from Brian, the homie says, if we were talking about dream candidates, give me Bruce Arians. Mm. He has a twenty-two (laughs) percent chance of making the Super Bowl if he's on staff and has been tied to great offenses. Is that a thing? He's been to the Super Bowl in one out of every five seasons he's ever.
2: Yeah, I think it'd be more like two out of every nine. He's been twenty-two percent. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be the twenty-two percent. Was that twenty-two percent? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Quick mental yeah. math. I no, it be, is. It I is. I could be wrong. Then like three <laughs> out of nine
3: is thirty-three percent, and yeah, four out of nine I is forty-four. Yeah. And oh, because so it's just
1: in because it's divided you by just nine. Add the one. So there's that one extra. Nice. Yeah. Good job, guys. Math. Yeah. Math on the show. No, yeah, numbers are <coughs> pretty cool.
3: Ryan should check them out.
1: Bruce. Uh, <laughs> I like vibes better. <laughs> well, does Bruce Arians give you good vibes? No.
3: Really? I I think he's good. I don't think he's realistic. That's my thing. Is like I don't I don't think he's interested because. He retired, and he is 70 years old. And uh, you hate Good anyone word. close to 70. That's
2: for sure. We ages. know that. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, it's Again, like he finishes his first season. He's, It's on the hot board. It's like the Wait, sixth Ryan, oldest let's do it, coach How ever. How
2: old is he when he finishes his first season if he's 70 right now? 71. Dang, exactly. impressive. Exactly. Could technically be 72, because what that's if he turned true. 71 this weekend? Yep, you're right. He could. Dang, impressive. You're on top of it.
1: Yeah, that
3: is actually true, isn't it? But the thing is, like, <laughs> Tom Brady said, I'm back. I'm playing one more year. And then immediately after Bruce Arians is like, eh, it's time for me to retire. <laughs> if you're retiring from that situation, mm. you're not coming back to coach in this situation. I
2: just That's fair. I don't know. Doesn't do much for me. Bruce yeah. himself. Yeah. I'd like to see his hack game, but
3: I mean, really good offensive mind. Has a bunch of success. Turned the Cardinals around. Obviously, like Brady wins a Super Bowl. I don't know how many points you give him for that. But if, if you're looking for experienced coaches, like I would, t- I, I would take him over Jim Caldwell. I take him over Frank Reich, over yeah. Dan Quinn. Yeah, you know, sure. and and on top of that, he's an offensive what about guy, which is Jerry even better. Rosberg. <laughs> I love Jerry, <laughs> Jerry. Me, hey, Be
1: CSU,
2: honest, CSU, they could use a head coach. Oh my gosh, wow! No, they
1: have a pretty good head coach who won two games, right? Yes,
2: that's okay. <laughs> that is problematic good. for him, <laughs> but. I think best recruiting class in the Mountain West. Yeah. Yeah. They are. At least oh. like a uh, week ago, they were. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Them. And hey, I think even Ryan's a Jay Norvell guy. I am. Yeah. We yeah. met him in the airport. Yeah, he, was we really did. Nice. he was So,
3: Bruce Arians, if he, if he coached one year at the Broncos, he would tie for fourth oldest coach in NFL history. If he coached three years, he'd tie for first. Who's the oldest? Romeo Crennel. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 73.
1: How old is Bill Belichick?
3: Okay.
2: How about Pete Carroll. Your yeah. guy? I answered the first isn't one. <laughs> he's 70. Oh, I thought Pete's been 70 for like five years. It does feel maybe, like that. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's I'm just saying he is, yeah, for he, is, five years. he is.
1: He doesn't ever look like he's getting older. No. No.
2: So, Henry, what's your name? 71 saying? now. 71 now. Okay. Because so he's he got a there. year older. Yes. Yep. That's how it yep, works. There we go. So, you're saying, though, that Jerry Rosberg has like five years until he gets to that point?
3: Yeah. If you want a record settingly old coach, mm. then
1: Jerry might be your guy. All right. It's weird because Vic Fangio felt so old yeah. somehow Jerry Rosberg doesn't feel that old you know what's to crazy
3: me is Jim Harbaugh is 59 which is only eight years different than Jerry Rosberg which is like a so fairly big but number but that too. one year makes him seem so much <laughs> younger so if true. he was 60 I'd be like oh he's getting yeah. up there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. David it, Shaw is only 50 <clears throat> wow Wow. Eight, feels like he's eight been coaching older. Stanford yeah. for 20 years yeah because he has been where was he before Stanford. <laughs> Stanford. He was Harbaugh's, been there Harbaugh's offensive coordinator? Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. He's been on campus. Does he come forever. over with Jim? Would I he think be he's his offensive coordinator? Uh, I've
2: th- never been in the NFL. I hate Stanford's <laughs> offense. No, that's that's very true. What if you get Andrew Luck out of retirement? No.
1: <laughs> Have you seen him, bro? He weighs like
2: 160 <laughs> yeah. pounds. He does. Yeah. It's wild. I don't think It's like, good for him. I'm his, sure yeah, he feels really pulse.
0: healthy. Yeah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I. I, I honestly like David Shaw, like I, I would take him. I wouldn't take him over like the, like second tier, the Jim Caldwell, those guys. But I would take him over the, uh, like Shane
1: Steikens and the young guys. They've you know who we haven't talked about? Who I think I want to add to my
2: board? Who? Well, let's do that now. Sure.
1: Let's oh, do it. Oh, the board. Let's
2: pull it up. Let's pull up our top three candidates because I think there's going to be another change to yours, not just adding this one person, Ryan.
1: There is. Um, uh, so first and foremost, Kay. I am moving Sean Payton to number mm, one. I wow. like it. Well, I don't
2: like it, but I like that you're doing it. <coughs>
1: um we talked all about it yesterday. Yep. I yep. just think he is the single best person in the world to fix Russell Wilson. Um, so give me that.
3: Are we factoring in the, the what you have to trade for him too? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, we can factor care. that in.
1: Uh as long well. We had this conversation too yesterday. I'm thinking you're trading this year's first-round pick,
3: first and a third. Let's call it.
1: Why are we up? Why are we upping? You're more? not game for just
2: the 28th pick, whatever it is. So keep in mind then the Broncos would not have a pick till the fourth round. I don't care. Right? Just give me yeah. Sean Payton. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Uh, I am going to change my last one. Right now you have Mike. No. Right now you have oh. Gerard Mayo (laughs) yes I
1: do have Gerard Mayo and if we had four or five I would include Gerard Mayo and D'Amico Ryans okay Uh, I this really has nothing to do with Gerard Mayo and more to do with the fact that I can't believe I didn't say this already I always have my like one younger offensive guy that I want to take a swing on and I found one that I feel like is super underappreciated and should be considered like way higher of a candidate okay Ben Johnson offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. real
3: quick, Zach. Mm -hmm. Did he just make that up to test us, or is Ben Johnson a real person? (laughs) 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 It's
1: one of those things where it came out of my mouth, and I'm like, did I say his name wrong? Uh, No, but it's Ben Johnson from the Detroit Lions. They are doing incredible things this year. I don't know how this isn't being talked about more. Yep,
2: yep, and I think he's going to be um, the Kevin O'Connell of this next coaching search where he's not so under the radar like Mike McDaniels was, but I think he's going to be the hot name and a hundred percent deserves to be hired.
1: Bro. This guy is out here with Jared Goff. Yeah. Making him look incredible. They're putting up like, th- I don't even know, but it feels like every time mm-hmm. I look up, they're scoring 35 points. Yeah. A hundred percent Broncos haven't done that once this no, year. No. And it's because yeah. that's what they are doing. It's insane what he's doing with obviously a, a a team that has talent, but there are no superstars on that on that offense. Um he's doing this with no. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams and Jared Goff and DJ Chark and Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. And all of these guys are solid. Then you have a nice offensive the, line. They did a good job. Yeah. And uh, that's
3: the big one. That's that's who I give all the credit to. It's the best offensive line in the NFL. So it's, bring the yeah. offensive
1: line coach with him. There you go. Um it's the I mean it's a talent. That's the one young offensive guy that I'll do this year because I, I I don't think the Broncos have any interest in doing it, but I want to put my name on someone like I did with Mike McDaniel last year, so I'm doing it with Ben Johnson. I think he is going to be very successful.
2: I like that a lot. What about Luke Getzey? What he's doing with Justin Fields right now? The it's Broncos beat him last year.
1: I know. It's hard when... The Bears are worse than the Broncos. That's very true. They yeah,
2: are. to to pick off that coaching tree. I was just trying to throw another younger offensive mind your way.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it would also be a weird admission for the Broncos of like we hired Ooh. the wrong guy from Not the Packers. F- Kellen Moore. I'm kind of out on Kellen Moore. Really? Too. Why? I don't know. Kind of. He's just. I think maybe he's, his name has just been around for too long. I know, which I'm is crazy though. Yeah, but the only reason so nobody's true. hired him is because
3: he's only 34 now.
1: That's to me, that's a positive. What do you mean? Like, I like the younger head coaches,
3: yeah, right. But again, like the fact that he feels like he's been around forever and he's 34. Yeah, like he would have gotten a job if he was just 34 and not 30. 31 was his first year, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's also, I don't know, there's things out there about him personality wise that mm. people just don't think he's a head coach, to be fair. That's what people said about Kyle Shanahan. That was the one knock on Kyle Shanahan. Now, he was still, like, the candidate that cycle. Yep. But that was the thing was, like, ah, oh, he's, just, he's just a pure football guy that doesn't really <laughs> yep. have any relationship <laughs>
2: skills. <laughs> yeah, it turned out that's not the case. He's wearing Jordans and... He also, like, has
1: the, the coaching staff and players over at his house. Like, every Friday night, they, like, all hang out. Like, he...
2: And he grew up with this. I he know.
1: knows what it's like. It's he knows weird. how to connect. I, uh, the, that's... If we, we should do a show in the offseason ranking the Broncos' biggest mistakes of the last seven years. Oh, boy. That would oh. be a long
2: show. That would be a very long show. Nobody
1: wants that. I want it. It sounds oh, fun.
2: Oh, It's just
3: painful for us. It's painful for people who have to listen or it's being mean to other people.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Nobody wins.
2: <laughs> Henry, you've kind of sent us on a roller coaster these past few days. <laughs> is Jim Harbaugh top or is Sean Payton on top for you? I think
3: the best possible coach for the Broncos... Is Sean Payton. But I'm not willing to give up the first. Oh, oh I am. My I'm, I'm more than willing. I'm more than willing. <laughs> the margins are just so slim. They're so slim. And I really don't care that much one way or the other. Give me Jim Harbaugh. Give it's, me Jim Harbaugh.
1: I know that we feel wow. like the margins are slim, but it's such a different direction you're going. Oh, in. totally. I'm cool with either. All right.
3: Especially if you have that first round pick to get a, a tackle or something. I if one.
1: want to see players wearing orange and blue holding the football in the end zone so badly. (laughs) Like that's all I want in my life. Wow. And I just think Sean Payton gives us a much better chance of doing that.
2: Okay. Mm, Yeah, I think it's Jim Harbaugh that gives a better chance for that. And so that's why I'm keeping it as my number one. If I thought Sean Payton was number one, I don't care how slim the margins are, he would be up here as my number one because I think a coach can be that impactful. But I think it's Jim Harbaugh, so I'm gonna Henry and I are gonna roll with Harbaugh here. However, I gotta move number two because when we did this last week, Bill Belichick, there was still a little bit of rumblings that mm-hmm. maybe he was gonna be available. No, no chance now. <laughs> that now that they control their own destiny for the playoffs this week, and if they win, they're in. He's not going anywhere. I'm, so I'm glad we realistically rid of <laughs> gotta take bill off of this i'm putting sean payton uh, up you're, you to think number two you're gonna
1: go bear bryant number three this time
2: oh that's
1: a good oh, oh, oh. hey in
2: that article that made uh bill belichick seem like a possibility nick saban was also yes. mentioned in there <laughs> I think this they is had- a,
1: Vince Lombardi in
2: there as uh, well? No, it was just <laughs> the best coach of all time, Nick Saban. Weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I guess Bill underneath him at number two. Noted NFL failure, Nick Saban. Um, wow. I shake my head. Um, I'm going to go for number three. We're talking about him today. Give me Jerry. Jerry Let's go. Rosberg, number what three the hell right are we there. Doing? How about that? There's I talked a new about Jerry Worlds. This. It's Denver. He, he's in this tier two. Uh <laughs> and I'll give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt today. I love oh. this. I love it. A three point oh. loss to the Chiefs is a win in my mind. Oh,
1: Jesus. Yep. Don't, yep. don't do yep. that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? How about this?
1: A fourth quarter lead against uh. the Chiefs. A
2: fourth quarter Chiefs. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> You know, I think if it, if it wasn't for it. this awful penalty that everyone talks oh, about, they let's win, go. right?
1: I wanted to do can we just do this really quick? I Uh-oh. want to do a is a, a this what visual, you avoided yesterday?
2: I just well you just grab my arm.
1: Like like <laughs> this? Yep. Yeah. And I just go like that. Yeah. That's what Cortland Sutton No, do. no, no, no. There's no, an extension. That is not true. <laughs> you didn't touch his chest at all. Yeah, there's there it, <laughs> it was this.
3: Oh my just goodness. Flipped it out. That's
1: not true. That's not true. <laughs> I've watched it six hundred times now. Yeah, then open so, your eyes so next I, time you watch yeah. it. Open uh-huh. your <laughs> eyes, <laughs> Ryan. You just did the old. It's a. Uh, if you ever go to like a self-defense class, that's how they teach you to break someone. Uh, their hand off of you. It was textbook.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was not textbook. Okay, uh, I'm thrown off now. As I said, number one, still Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> number two, Sean Payton. Number three, not Jerry Rosberg. Absolutely not Jerry <laughs> <laughs> Rosberg. It's a. Uh, Give me Jim Caldwell.
4: All right. Give me okay, Jim Caldwell. Me bash, Wait, why Jim me
2: Caldwell over Mike? list right
1: now. Why Jim Caldwell over Mike Tomlin? Why are you bumping Mike Tomlin i Oh, off? sorry.
3: I should have said it. I'm not picking Mike Tomlin for the same reason Bill Belichick is off. Yep. They're, they, they have a real chance
1: at the playoffs. Can he pick it good?
2: Uh, yeah. Did you see what Mike Tomlin said about him what? as he's walking off the sideline? It, if you read his mouth, he says, can he... Go go kfp <laughs> which used to be kenny and powers ah yes
3: yeah yep. i mean to me though it does kind of just come down to caldwell frank reich dan quinn which is just a group of names that does not excite me
2: i mean that's why i just i wanted to get away from that box because it's just so uninspiring but yeah. it's still
3: the top box to me it's still the top box of all the boxes, well, that's the, the box. box the, right? Well, it's the second to top box. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's the
3: number two box. Again, like I have f-
1: to say, and maybe this is the wrong approach, but because it, it, they are trying to like John Fox it if they don't get one of these top guys. I would so much rather go Ben Johnson than a average retread.
2: Yeah, and the guy that may come in here next week for me is Mike Kafka, the uh, oh. offensive coordinator of the Giants because of those similar things, Ryan. Fair enough.
3: Yeah, interesting. Just to to make the case for Jim Caldwell, you know, with Peyton Manning with the Colts, first year he goes to the Super Bowl, um, is there for a couple more years, put up big numbers. He gets fired after the two and fourteen season when Peyton gets hurt. They were trying to tank. It yeah. is what it is, um, and that was it. Goes to the Lions again. This is the 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 the, the worst of the Lions, the very worst of the Lions. <clears throat> goes to the playoffs twice in four years.
1: Honestly, you could have just built the entire case there. Yeah, If you have brought the Detroit Lions <laughs> to the playoffs, you are yep. a superb head coach. Yep. Offensive mind.
3: Peyton Manning is, is probably more involved, even more involved than he is now. I think that that's probably the tiebreaker for me compared just, to the other two.
1: Just to double down on that, and, and I like you having Jim Caldwell on your list. Mm-hmm. This, we're talking about the worst franchise in the history of sports. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was honestly a, a joke that he was ever fired.
2: No, absolutely 100 percent. we're also talking about a guy who's been out of the league for three or four yep. years now so a lot has changed i have to give jim yeah. caldwell
1: just as much credit as i'm giving ben johnson for success in detroit true um which by the way i didn't realize this so the lions packers game needs help for it to be notable yeah i hate that yeah there is a chance that the seahawks just beat the rams which by the way the seahawks beating the rams is highly likely Yep. Mm-hmm. and then Sunday night football in week 18 is irrelevant. Yep. You know what pisses me off even more?
3: That we have this 17th game of football, that there's seven playoff spots, and that the Packers have a chance to make the playoffs after what they did to start the season. Like, that That to me is so dumb. And it's not just the Packers. You know, the Steelers, it's the same way. Damn. Um, the, the, the Dolphins, again, they've kind of fallen off. They shouldn't have to worry about that. Like, th- these games just don't matter as much as
1: they used to. And I feel like this year, we really, really, really feel it. If you've ever in your life thought the nfl might be a little bit rigged you have to bet ram's money line
2: (laughs) it's very true wow it's very true because if it's
1: about ratings and money and all these things they need that
2: game to be winning in so are you betting ram's money line of course (laughs) (laughs) Uh, also something we didn't talk about um a big uh uh, black eye for kyle shanahan's resume Uh as being coach of the year lost to the Denver Broncos oh, when they oh had their goodness. best quarterback of the season under center. Wow. Uh,
3: the case for Kyle Jam, by the way, 12 wins so far with three different quarterbacks, none of them all that good.
1: I mm. don't know. We don't know that. The case against, couldn't coach a quarterback not to just walk out of the back of the end zone.
2: <laughs> it's <Wow>. true.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, we never on the
4: finished Super Chats. You guys kind of just moved oh.
1: on. Oh, Super chats. Oh yeah, because we went back to the thing. We still have super chats. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, from the homie Brian again. Don't forget his years in Arizona and Pittsburgh.
2: Uh, talking about uh, Bruce Arians. Yes, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We did. Certainly, we will remember Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never forget. Never <laughs> forget.
3: And then this just last one.
1: If we're on the topic of not forgetting things with Brian, never forget that I've beaten him in five Super Bowls. Um, Brian, I'm, that I'm sorry that he, he already like the Browns ass probably in has nightmares
4: about that. There's <laughs> wow. no way to bring
1: this back up. I hope your mic's on. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I really
2: wanted him to beat you, but still couldn't. Wow.
1: Worked. I'm gonna win another one this year.
2: Who were you saying you trust more than Ali?
1: I didn't. Maybe I said that I, is the case. Now. I only. Tra- I said. It's mm-hmm. Ali won, Nicole oh, and right, I think right, that's yeah. wrong.
3: You
2: and the reason
4: I said like, yeah. he needed to like uh, get sent, be sent down, I don't know the expression. Yeah. yeah. I only like,
1: won one yeah. last Madden. I've been humbled.
3: Yeah, but you had won four already. But now so I was like, all right, <laughs> Brian, <laughs>
1: you've, met in the,
3: you've met in the Super Bowl before. Like, get it done this time. <laughs> you
1: know? oh, yeah. Never forget. Uh, Denver Shadden says. I am in San Diego and finally tried a Breck brew because of you guys. Definitely ah, amazing beer. Yes. I Boom. love it.
2: I love it. So happy to hear that.
1: Also, is your name actually Denver?
2: That'd oh, be, that would be awesome. That would be cool. That would be.
1: There's a transfer cornerback, Denver Harris. To see you? Not yet. Oh. Wow. Where is he from? Uh, he's Denver? transferring from Texas A&M. I don't know where he's oh. from originally. Well, yeah,
2: that's what I meant. What's well, cool? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe everyone's transferring from texas a you know
1: that's uh, yeah, true good sense. luck
2: jimbo well he doesn't care he's getting paid
1: 10 what is he 10 million years he, so. he got the mel tucker contract Yep, i think so mel tucker didn't make a bowl game this year no way yeah wow <laughs> i just learned that as well oh,
2: oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Jeez, how things are going downward uh, tough all right what else we got here website uh, we got we, we do have a couple questions on the website first coming in from our friend C Fillmore 72 says, "Gentlemen, thanks for the always, thanks for the always excellent coverage and opinion, both on the pod and in print, including you guys and Ali working on Christmas Day and emergency pod on Boxing Day." When most of the world had its feet (laughs) up. What a team. I wanted to chip in that. I firmly believe George Payton knows what he's doing, especially on the player side. He's a very good GM. I know he's getting grief for the Russ contract, but I reckon this was probably negotiated as part of the parcel of the trade, like Chubb's contract in Miami. And we all are happy enough about it at the start of the season. Everything is easy to judge in hindsight. I'm with RK that Wilson's drop-off is unfathomable. At his age, I can't get my head around how he can regress so much. It must be more than just him, the coaching, the playbook, the injuries, the O-line. I feel and hope that it's an an anomaly, just like Vaughn said. On we go. Let's try to beat the Chargers to worsen the Seahawks pick. All the best, Christopher. I mean you build a case for George Payton, then you kinda end it off with like a reason against George Payton mm. there with that pick. Um and see Felmo at you you're absolutely right that um once the Broncos traded for Russell Wilson, the deal had to be be done at some point. So yep. but you still He knew what he was getting. George Payton knew what he was getting himself into with the contract when he made the trade.
3: Exactly. I mean, the the trade doesn't go through if they're not getting that extension done. That's one
2: move. You're in a different order than me, so we'll see how
1: this goes. Uh oh. Uh, Broncos AF says, "Happy New Year's, boy. Uh, If we hire Harbaugh, our QB coach and uh, our QB and coach combo (laughs) will definitely be the most eccentric personality tandem in the league. (laughs) The more I think about it, the more I like it." We'll probably keep Evro as DC, was on his staff in San Francisco. Hopefully retain Rosberg for a year or two as special teams coordinator or special assistant to special teams type role. By the way, there's a Harbaugh connection there, so that could make sense. Yep, they're Um, best friends. Maybe get Munchak back as O-line coach. Don't know if there's a relationship there or not. I love We're just getting everyone we want. (laughs) Uh, OC is a tough one. If Texans fire Lovey Smith, pounce on Pep Hamilton IMO. If not, I don't know if his former college OCs like Josh Gaddis or current one at UM, Sharon Moore. Will be up to the task of fixing an offense for Russ. His OC in San Francisco, Greg Roman, isn't being let go from Ooh. Baltimore anytime soon either. That'd be nice. I wouldn't think. Hopefully Harbaugh knows enough people to find the right guy to call the plays. Thanks for all you do. Can't you just call him like a brotherly favor? <laughs>
2: yeah, maybe. Like, Yo, let me get Greg Roman. <laughs> that's a brotherly gift,
1: though. Like a favor is like, ah, oh, I ordered
3: some food. Can you go pick it up? You know, like wow. that's a favor. It's not make me food, you know, give really? me your food. You would know. That's a gift. Give me your groceries is what it would exactly. be. Exactly. Give me your groceries. Yeah, 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 yeah no, that's yeah, messed yeah. up. Huh. Brothers?
4: I'm thinking, do like, that? give me
1: your
3: house, and I still think <laughs> he should do it. I don't, I don't know. That, that's a gift, not favor.
1: Man. We'll give, then ask for it for Christmas.
3: I don't think he's giving up Greg Roman for Christmas. Christmas is after the – it's next year anyway. I feel like that their offense isn't day. even good anymore.
2: I think, I, I, I think I that's a I thought a hot there take. was some uh, – <laughs> I thought there was some strife going on in between uh, that relationship. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the Broncos can capitalize off of it. Uh, Next one coming in from Nash Bronco. (laughs) Yeah. Says, hi, boys. Last couple pods have been to quote RK Electric. Great stuff as always. Are we out on first-time head coaches? Because I am. This franchise deserves better and should be held to a higher standard. I'm glad the owners are shifting to this more Bowlin-like mindset that has served the Broncos so well for so long. Do we think this new strategy from ownership will be reflected in free agency? The draft? Ultimately, this is where I see George Payton leaving or being fired if ownership gets more involved. I'm not out on first-time head coaches because I think you go down a dangerous route yeah. there by saying we're not open to Mike McDaniel's, we're not open to Kyle Shanahan, we're not open yeah. to Kevin O'Connell, we're not open to all of these guys. And if you just completely close yourself off from that, then you miss your goal. I guarantee you're going to miss out on great coaches. Sean McVay. I mean, there's so many first-time coaches that fail. There's also so many that succeed. So you don't close the door on it.
1: My biggest issue with the way the Broncos have conducted their searches in the past, you know, whatever, seven years, is not with the way that they have hired, because I do believe it's a corn flip. It's the way they have interviewed. They did not interview Sean McVay. They did not interview Mike McDaniel. So you have to have an open mind to everything so you can, you can see the whole picture, and then you can make the best decision for you. By closing off, you're doing yourself a disservice. That being said, I get the feeling that at the end of this, they're just going to say, like, let's go with the guy who knows yeah. what he's doing so we don't have a guy thinking like a 64-yard field goal um, is okay with like mm-hmm. 50 seconds on the clock. Right.
3: Also, I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. Pat Bowen only hired two coaches, Shanahan and then Josh McDaniels, because I don't think he hired John Fox. Mm.
2: He did not hire John Fox. No, so no. he only
3: hired two coaches. What about Dan Reeves? He was there before. He was there before. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. That is yeah.
2: That really is. One and, for two. Uh, yep. One for two. <laughs> Coin flip. And I guess Coin he flip. experienced one. Tiny bit more experience. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Very brief
1: experience. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But he had it. Just he like did. Jerry, Jerry Rosberg, a little bit of experience. No, right no, now. no. We care. No, no. What is
1: the similar? Broncos record no. with first time head coaches? It has to be
3: terrible. And that's yeah. the thing, though. I mean, that's the case for not going with first time head coaches. You at least know what you're getting into. Because if you go first time, it's just like, yeah, anything could happen. This is – uh, that, that's where it's 50-50. It could be 50. great,
2: though. And, and if yeah. you go with an experienced head coach that's been capped out, don't you kind of know what you're getting in for there as well?
1: I think knowing what you're getting in for is the appeal, though.
2: Wait, I don't it's think, like think Dan the Broncos Queen have can go to a ever Bowl.
1: been successful with a first-time head coach unless Red Miller was first time. I don't know if he was. I don't know either.
3: I have no clue. So
1: then you've you can put the Broncos down for never successfully hiring a first-time head coach and never successfully drafting a quarterback. Yeah, that'll change. That's a tough way to go for being a historically great franchise. Yeah,
2: yeah but you can't let the past judge the future. No, though. you can't. It's just a
1: crazy stat for a team that is one of the winningest franchises in It's football. really true. Won't, won't uh, yeah. that
2: change when Peyton Manning's a head coach, first-time head coach and Arch Manning is their first-round quarterback?
1: Let's go. I did forget about it's the bad two-way bad decided Phillips to, go to go to Texas. Uh, between wait, Reeves no, and Sh-
3: I jumped Reeves to Shanahan. Yeah. That's true. Was he a first-time head coach? Wade Phillips?
2: Yeah. No. I don't oh, know. at the time he was a Broncos. I don't know. I don't. He must have he been. He was.
3: Yeah. Didn't work. One for three.
2: <laughs> tough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Speaking of tough, the likes on our video right now, tough. Can you guys hit us with a thumbs up if you're tuning in live on YouTube? We'd really appreciate it. it helps us a lot.
1: If, if that gets to fifty we'll read another comment. And then once it gets 55, we'll read another comment. Wow. Uh, DTL says, hey guys, so I know this is a couple days old, but um, how do you feel about Jerry's comments on Russ? A week or so ago, he came out saying something about the devil not testing us. He's not the one throwing the picks. And then just a couple days ago, saying he's the hardest worker he's seen, Wanted to stop slandering him. I guess my point is, do you all think PR is just making him say that? Or do you feel it was honest? Because I sure don't. Wow. So this was an interesting thing that came out over the weekend that we never got a chance to, Talk about I don't think, mm-hmm. or did you guys talk about it? The whole defending Russ, um, right. Jerry talked about Friday.
3: So it was Rosberg, yeah. So it was then
1: Judy must have been Thursday. So I don't think so. <clears throat> okay, um, what an interesting thing to happen. Yeah, and I, I stand by my tweet, which was this was cool of the Broncos to do. Would have been cooler twelve weeks ago. It's true. It was a little too mm-hmm. late for me, uh, and it's not as if Russ hasn't been taking the hate. Sure, it's turned up a little bit, but he has literally been getting shit on since Mm -hmm. week one
2: what was bizarre is it came from a barstool article which uh, maybe the contents of it were meaner than the headline but the barstool
1: article was aggregating the shannon sharp Mm. rant
2: okay okay so then i guess that's where they were taking it from and and getting upset but jerry just said that that he had 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 enough of it Mm -hmm. but i agree ryan he he'd been getting crap from the start and i just feel like the
1: the stuff that's been being said about Russ is taking a big toll on him. I think if the players were coming out and, and defending him earlier in the season, it would have been really beneficial.
2: And you could yeah. tell after the game, Russ talking about it, getting emotional. That, yeah. was, uh, that was powerful and really showed how much that, that helped him.
3: Yeah, I don't you – know, there's something to that for sure. But I think the much, much, much bigger story is that they actually did say something. Yes. You know, I'm not too worried about the timing in comparison to the fact that they actually did. Where do you do stand
1: it. on the conspiracy that this was like a Patrick Smythe group text? Can I everyone defend Russ true. on Twitter? <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. I don't think so either. I don't.
3: There, I, I, I think there is no shot of that. It's like Jerry Rosberg being the Broncos head coach. I, I wouldn't would, say, I would no say no shot. I would never say no shot to <laughs> anybody. I think, I think that one. When it all just, revolving it all am just am sounds. A, it it seems so man. genuine. Uh, and, 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 and that's and what, that's what I was
2: going to say. When we talked to Jerry, he was at he was visibly upset about yes. everything that was going on. So that's why I do think it, it did yes. come from Jerry. like
3: he does
1: believe that that. Mm-hmm. I think Jerry honestly was a leader in this case, and he caused a domino effect. I hmm. think when guys saw Jerry going out, yeah, because uh, like we're talking about Jerry here, he's not like he's never been considered a leader or anything like that. Hopefully, he gets to that point in his mm-hmm. career um but he is jerry and he was the first one to step in and i think guys saw that and were yeah. like man if jerry's going to bat for russ i should too yep and mm. so i commend jerry for that i also don't think that if this was some sort of conspiracy jerry judy would have been the first one to, to jump in yeah. and do it
2: that m- might be right <laughs> yeah. yeah i also agree with that um, speaking of Jerry talking about Russ yesterday, Jerry Rosberg said something very interesting about Russ when talking about was the offense uh, catered more toward him, and he said something along the lines of, um, "We want to do things that Russ does and make the offense about Russ uh, that that play to his strengths, but we also want to make sure Russ is a hundred percent bought into those things." Thought that was kind of revealing. That is revealing.
1: Mm-hmm. That is revealing.
2: Yeah. A lot of interesting things from Jerry's <coughs> to Russ this past week. All right. week
1: for Jerry's. We've run very long here, so we'll make this our last comment. Uh, from Zach Roth says, Hey, fellas, been a while since my last comment, but wanted to hop in with a quick question. Out of all playoff teams, fringe teams included, since we don't know who is always in yet, which team does your uh, head realistically think we will, will win the Super Bowl, and who would you most like to see it? Thanks for all the content this season. I'm looking forward to the upcoming head coach search coverage.
2: Most so, recently the one that just pops in my head, I'm sorry, the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: That is the one I'm most afraid of. Then I think like, man, they got they had to get bailed out by the refs to beat the four win Broncos.
3: That's <laughs> true. I'm not too worried about um, I, I think the Chiefs are pretty easy, heavy favorite.
2: Yeah. Are they actually the favorite? Right they should now?
3: be. To me they are.
1: Like, I think pretty easy. Henry's made. Sportsbook.
3: Buy a, a mile. Buy a mile. They're an easy, heavy favorite. <laughs> like, yeah. if you're betting anybody but the Chiefs, you're just asking to lose
1: money. I will just say, like, I'm scared that the Chiefs are going to win it, which should tell you how I feel. Ex- exactly. Um, and not something I want.
2: Who do not. I want? The Eagles. Oh, of course you do. The Bills are actually Go the birds. favorites right now. Plus 350 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Chiefs Damn. right behind it. Plus 380. Hmm. Eagles next. Plus 550. And Brock... Hurdy is number yeah. four at plus 600. If you th- want to bet on the,
1: the Bills, you got to go to Henry's Sportsbook. You'll get better odds it's on them. It's really true. I'll That's give you whatever you point. want. I'll <laughs> give you <laughs> whatever the you are want. The Eagles are good money. Can I get plus 1,000 Jalen's on
3: out. He's going to come back in. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> gonna <laughs> gonna go okay. right ahead. Yeah, for sure. The The Bills. What I want to happen is the Jaguars win because I have that plus 8,000 bet on them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then the other thing that I would be okay with is if the Packers beat the Bills in the Super Bowl because I have a forty five to one odds on that one. Woo. Which yeah. Packers felt, beating Bills is what you have? Well it was preseason. Oh, okay. So it felt terrible all year, but now all of a sudden it's like ah the Packers are insanely hot. Bills the the sports books, those idiots, think they're going to be in the Super Bowl. I feel pretty good about that one. You know Packers what, uh, are, are the Packers actually hot? Yeah, yeah, they've won, like, six in a row, seven yeah. in a row. Are, yeah.
1: they, but are they, like, they're kind of 2015 broncos in it, which is worth yeah, something. wouldn't that be horrible? Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it doesn't feel like they're hot. It just feels like they're finding ways to win, which is valuable in its own way. I, I, mm-hmm. I was just taking issue with yeah. the uh, semantics. Did I you don't
3: watch th- them play the Vikings
2: this weekend?
1: No. They, oh, they destroyed smoked. Okay, that's that would probably Like, it was, like, 27-3 yeah, at halftime yeah. or something.
2: Wasn't it 40 Forty-one to ten at the end of the game. I think so. I mean, they still killed them in the second half. Yeah.
1: Sadly, I've never watched less non-Broncos games yeah. than I have wow. this year.
2: Don't worry though, Aaron Rodgers will choke in the NFC Championship game. We know it. It's
1: That's what happens. You've been right on that one. He is
2: plus three thousand. <laughs> yeah. The Packers are plus three thousand and Jags plus forty-five hundred. Team with the uh, worst odds, but still getting odds. There's two of them. Can you name them? Chargers. No, no. Think you gotta think worse you got to think of teams that aren't in the playoffs yet, but Lions. have a chance. Um, nope. They are plus 15,000. They're third. So close. When do you think the, these teams will make sense? We've talked about one of them kind of today. One of their head coaches. Mike Tomlin. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 okay. The Steelers, Steelers and then the Titans. Okay. Steelers, Titans. I didn't know the Titans were still alive. 20,000 yeah. plus 20,000.
1: Winners in. So why was that not Sunday Night Football? It's Saturday Night, Saturday football. night football. Oh, okay. Guess, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's all we have for today. Uh, oh, one oh, more super chat from Ryan. He's not scared of you, Ryan. He says, sorry, Allie, I only dream about Hank. Wow. wow. I don't even know what that's in
2: reference (laughs) to. I I don't either, actually.
1: Uh, All right. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Hit us with a thumbs up on your way out. We will be back with you tomorrow on the DNBR Broncos podcast.